Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And in today's episode that Sophie hasn't seen before is The Goonies. <laughs> I find it funny. The, the name, title. yeah, <laughs> Goonies. What what does that kind of, in your head, like, is it meaning geeky or like... Yeah, you can call someone a goon. Yeah, like an endearing name, I guess. For... Somebody that's yeah. not so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Bunch of misfits. Yeah, so I straight away kind of got a Stranger Things feeling to to this. And I know, obviously, Stranger Things is a lot more modern, but obviously I've not seen The Goonies before. So for me, it's like Stranger Things is somewhat similar because I've seen Stranger Things before I've Def- seen this. Definitely inspired. Because it's obviously the era is like, is it like an 80s kind of? Yeah, 1985. And obviously Stranger Things is more current, but they're trying to get that same 80s vibe. Yeah. And you've got four kids that are like about 10. 10, 11. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like the Stranger thing. And when they were riding the bikes, that made me think of <laughs> it as well. It did, even though obviously I'm a 90s baby, it made me want to kind of go back to a world where things were more simple. You mean as a child or? Yeah. So kind of like I know the 90s for me, when you look at it, is quite a throwback and it is things were more simplified. Life didn't seem as... I think everything seems more simplified when you're a kid. But but I think just like technology hadn't gone as far as it does now in yeah. design. Everything wasn't so instant, I guess, and people valued. Y- yeah, I get what you mean. So it kind of that simplicity of going on your bike, exploring... Yeah. Doing on adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if kids nowadays <laughs> no, do. No, by the way, the adventures they do is online games, modern warfare and all that stuff. Yeah, that's their adventure. Sure. They're going outside and getting dirty. Oh, God forbid that they get a bit of mud on yeah. them or something. Yeah. And I think that's what I, I did enjoy. It reminds me of, obviously, when I was little, I would play in the garden all day and not be bothered. Um, <laughs> so you've got this little boy called Mikey. And you've got his big brother. And it took a while for me to realise who Mikey is the main character, isn't he? Yeah. Who he was. And he was like, do you, do you recognise him, Sophie? And I'm like, mm, should I? <laughs> <laughs> and he said he was Sam from Lord of the Rings. Rings, yeah. Which I love Sam. That's the theme that runs through this. Is <laughs> it's one of the things that you like him as a character. I just love him to bits. I really do. And I think... He still has that lovable kind of character in this. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah. But on the subject of Lord of the Rings, we've been watching that recently, which is also kind of sad because in, in a way it coincides with the fact that Ian Holm, who plays Bilbo Baggins in the films, has passed away recently, which is quite sad. Obviously when they're kind of going onto the boat and such. Yeah, poignant yes. in a way. But yeah. Anyway. So, the Goonies. You've got obviously this house that's going to get. That's the old neighbourhood, in fact. So the, bulldozed. The yeah. But obviously, these, these kids are just worried about where Mikey yeah. lives. And <laughs> it's going to be a golf course that's going to get built over it. I think you've got two lovable characters in this. I really, really loved Chunk. I don't know why I really love a chubby character. I do. I don't know if that's because that I used to be a chubby kid and he's a little bit of a chubby goody two shoes. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's always thinking with his stomach, really. Yeah, and he's he's got a really good sense of smell. For food. 
<laughs> yeah, like, oh, you can smell pizza from a mile off and ice cream that's in the freezer. I'm like, how can you smell ice cream that's in the freezer? I don't understand <laughs> how you know that that was in there because yeah. it wouldn't smell. Um, <laughs> so he is the little sweetie. And can I jump a little bit to a relationship that I really, really enjoy? Yeah, you can do, yeah. And then we'll come back, back. to it. So there's a character called Sloth. Been apparently dropped as a baby, damaged him a little bit mentally, I think, and he's not. He's kind of disfigured and. Yeah, but he's got a heart of gold, and the relationship between Chunk and Sloth yeah. in the end is just wonderful. It's it, it was like I was just sat there and I was like, oh, my face was like lit up. It was like that was just like perfect for me. So I do really think they had some really good solid characters in this, and you felt like you could, you were wanting them to kind of succeed on their mission, which was to obviously get some money to help kind of not have their parents sign for the property to be bulldozed down. Yeah. So Mikey decides that they're going to go on a adventure. So they end up up in the attic. They've got all this like relics and such from like museums. Yeah, those dad's collected and it's to do with this, the whole one-eyed willy. Yeah story of you know the buried treasure with the pirates and all that there's obviously they stumble across it and then they're like he really wants to go on this kind of adventure to be able to help and i think that's a lovely little incentive incentive of a child really wanting to help the parents out mm-hmm. kind of trying to shouldn't be his burden really but he wants to take but i think that's what drives this story for most of these i guess spielberg type so you're gonna you definitely get that tone with how the the way the story's driven and, you know, the mannerisms and music cues and all that. The music's really good, actually. Yeah. It really is. I, I did write that down, that I really enjoyed the music and it kind of did have that intense adventure kind of feel, yeah. even though it was somewhat kind of dumbed down a little bit with naivety of the children. Yes, in a way, it's sort of group of kids in a situation of Indiana Jones kind of <laughs> yeah. way, which... Well, Spielberg was working on these with George Lucas a couple of years before, so that would sort of explain why it's sort of very sort of similar vein. I haven't actually seen Indiana Jones, have I? No, so you might like it then if you. I I really loved this. Yeah. I did. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, there were certain things where you could see it was a bit dated, but it didn't spoil it. Like obviously, like when rocks were coming down, you could see that it wasn't as smooth. And there was a part where bats. Came out and you could you <laughs> yeah, could see, see the strings. See the strings on yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, stuff has progressed. But it didn't bother me that that sort of charm to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it didn't didn't ruin it at all. Yeah. There's sorry. There's the fact that you know we're back to sloth briefly as as a sort of like a a character that isn't inherently like doesn't look cool or you know, like cute or anything, but he's he's like an icon of the film and in, in the but in a good, in a good way. Oh, I love that. <laughs> because when people think of the Goonies, I, I probably think that's probably one of the things they, doing the hey you guys kind of thing that he says. Yeah. And also the truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle. You know that chunk has to do at the gate to be let in. You know, oh like yeah. Lift your shirt up and. Oh bless him, and his little chubby rolls and yeah. they're all jiggling bless Which, him. This is like I've not seen it in a good while, but. I I really thought there was more of a recurring thing with that, but there wasn't. It was only the other once that that happens. It doesn't. 
don't get me, but you know, like a sort of like almost like a catchphrase or a gimmick of that you'd have, but you don't know. It only happens the once for whatever reason. But. <laughs> so you'd have thought it would be one that I don't know but. would occur more if it's been quite popular. I think the thing that with chunk that occurs more is that he's so clumsy. Yeah. Like literally, you can pass him something, and Mikey's like counting, going one, two, waiting until yeah, he's gonna drop, drop it. it. <laughs> I noticed when we put the film on, it was on Now TV, and it was listed as saying some of the ideology or the themes in the film are a bit outdated mm. and might offend some people. And they're like thinking, what things were there? Or when before we even started, like what, what I'm going to sit through this and going to try and pick out what things were <laughs> that were really <laughs> obvious. I guess maybe the whole. You know, picking on Chunk a little bit because he's fat may be something that might be something like, oh, you're not allowed to be doing that anymore kind of thing, you know, bullying him. Oh, but the, that still goes on, doesn't it, sadly? Yeah. But I think I was wondering if it was more with Sloth. Possibly. I don't know more if it's because, like, you know, he's, you know he's, he's different. Yeah, I'm thinking that and obviously yeah. they locked him away. Yeah. and Or is it the little um, Chinese? Possibly, yeah. And like not really un- fully understanding what he's meaning, what he's saying. Yeah. That kind of thing, maybe something. But I thought that was quite humorous, and it did add a little bit of life. Yeah, so without wasn't... yeah, so without that disclaimer mm. being on the thing before the on the synopsis bit, I wouldn't have thought anything of that really. But I'm sure nobody would have really. But but the only thing I can think of that maybe obviously would be a bit of a we can't really say that anymore is when um, Chunk says. He's, he's obviously been telling stories. You know, he's quite a, like a you know pe- boy who cried wolf. Mm, he is. And saying something about Michael Jackson did come into my house. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, God. <laughs> That's um, not really a good thing to say, yeah. is it? Did he come into his house to use his bathroom <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Whereas now, I think... So th- there's a yeah. couple of things. I thought it would more be with Sloth. I, I felt that that would have been, for me... That would be my thing mm-hmm. if it were a case of obviously being different and being kind of locked up and kind of... Yeah, tortured. Well, in a sense. Yeah. yeah just, you know, you're, not you're a monster, like, really. Yeah, yeah, not trapped like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of got that vibe as well of the kids getting the better upper hand of the robbers. So we haven't really spoken about... Yeah, the whole thing that's going on there. yeah. So I don't actually know what the robbers are actually getting meant to be getting up to. I don't actually know what their side story is. For me, it's not made 100% apparent. Obviously, I know this one guy escapes from prison. But what they're doing in this old broken-down restaurant, apart from hiding sloth, I'm not 100% sure. There's this dead body that they keep carrying yeah, around. Yeah, they seem to have taken out somebody, which I feel like is was the... Um... The people who were dropping off the, you know, like the legal stuff or whatever, give this to your dad or whatever. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe one of them, I feel like it was. Right, that makes, that's fine could, then. Could have <laughs> wrong with that, but, and then, you know, they discover that the, 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 the mob, well, the mob boss, but they were like Italian, things so that may as well be mob boss <laughs> type people, but going out and then they stumble across it and then they end up killing them, I guess, because they, they've rumbled them. So I guess that's maybe why, but... <laughs> and then obviously I think the kids are there and they're trespassing a little bit mm. so like oh you can't be telling anybody about all this yeah because we're, we're not stuff. Yeah. It's not we're not doing something kosher here so yeah. I'd say it's quite a light hearted I 
really enjoyed the story and it was quickly kind of moved along quite fast did the mm-hmm. pace of it and yeah. it wasn't anything that I think could have been cut out or anything like that you did have lovable side characters um, more than your main characters I felt and the people who were yeah, baddies the back to bad, bad guys um, <laughs> you had kind of reminded me of like the burglars in Home Alone where you kind of they don't actually catch up with what the kids are doing the kids are smarter than the actual adults which shouldn't really be the case but it seems yeah. to always be uh, again very similar with Home Alone and in the era of you know the kids getting the upper hand of the, the yes so obviously they go on this hunt of finding the treasure which they do succeed at doing and they're quite intelligent and working out these clues but obviously it depends on what kind of kids you had if you had the cool kids going they probably wouldn't have succeeded as much as like a little group of nerdy kids yeah so there's kind of it looks like there's certain puzzles and we're getting towards the end and there's a piano which needs to be played in a certain order order to open the doors and i think this is where there's this there's two girls that join them in the end isn't there because they one of them fancies the older brother and initially I'm thinking, oh, God, why are they tagging along? They're just going to be a bit of a hindrance. And I know that sounds horrible because I'm a woman and I'm just thinking, <laughs> oh, she's just going to be start screaming at everything mm-hmm. that happens. But she actually comes into her own a little bit, I think, at the end. And they all kind of grow a bit of a bond. Um, poor Chunk gets left out on his own a little bit at this point. And well, they kind of leave him in the freezer, don't they? Yeah. After they've realised that. Bad guys coming in, so that's hide on you know under the floor. Or I didn't think Chunk tunnel. could get in there Nothing, though. Bless but... him. Maybe that's why they didn't try. I don't know if that was one yeah, of the reasons. Because like yeah. So they do actually find the boat with all the treasure, but what I like about Mikey is he doesn't take One-Eyed Willie's treasure. Yeah, he leaves that. He's quite smart and intelligent, and he's talking to One-Eyed Willie like it's. Like, thank you for letting me have this and being mm-hmm. really sweet about taking yeah. some of the treasure. And he's not being greedy and taking it all. There's but no then... way I could carry it all out. No, that's <laughs> true, especially because they had to swim. But then the baddies, yet again, appear out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere, they're following them, aren't yeah, they? But it's yeah. just like, how did they get there so quickly? And it's quite annoying, in a sense, because the kids have done all the work. And it's like, and then they're going to just come along and take it. It's like, it's not really fair. But luckily, this is where you see Sloth come into his own and kind of go against his mum and his two brothers. <laughs> so they obviously have to get out and they don't get much treasure at all. They don't get any, do they? No, because... the, there was a... There was on the bit when they're getting out because obviously he's, he's a bit like a gentle giant, isn't he, where he's like... He comes into his, his own with his strength when he needs to be because he helps him... He helps lift up a rock. Yeah. To let them all get out because it's sort of... Some rocks are falling down in the, the cave. And I guess the other... Dodgy bit is obviously going oh, on. Oh, yes. And they're going underneath his crotch. Area. Yeah, that, especially with Chunk. Chunk it's he's he... kind of like very, very close. He's like, oh, no, come on, come, on, come with us. Yeah, I and think. it's a little bit too... Too close. Maybe that's another part. But... <laughs> but I love the fact that when they'd got out, he was, Chunk was worried about Sloth. And eventually, obviously, you see Sloth and the baddies coming out with him. And I love how the kids react. And like, no, no, please, to the police, don't. Don't arrest him. He's good. No, no. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of jump around and make a fuss and say, please leave him alone. Yeah. And I think that that's like one of the nice endings to it. It kind of shows it doesn't matter who you are or anything like that. 
if you do good for other people, they're going to give you it back. It's yeah. as simple as that. And obviously the baddies got taken away and put into prison, which was the right ending. It does have you go up a little bit of a roller coaster because you think that still after all of this, they've not been successful mm-hmm. and they can't have the house and it's going to get bulldozed down because his dad's in the middle of signing it, isn't yeah. he? Until this lady, bless her, got, she, I think she was Spanish or something like that, wasn't she? Yes. Slightly off topic there, the other kid, what was he called? Mouth? What was his nickname or something? And he was the one who was like, who could speak perfect Spanish. Mm. I didn't really believe... He... Oh, he was a bit cocky, he was, I thought. I didn't, I'm not... Pushing his hair back and everything, yeah. but I don't really believe that he knows no. fluent Spanish. He was, like, really arrogant. And stuff, but anyway, so, yes, so, so she says, she finds these gems in this coat pocket and whatever, and then... Gives it to, obviously, the mum and dad, and then they can, basically, that's, like, pay out for the house, and they get to stay. Mm. And I think that's kind of a nice ending really so the diamonds kind of save the house and they don't have to move and they can carry on with the yeah. life that they, they have yeah. and it's not like they've got a, a luxurious life it's like they're just wanting to be close by to their friends and family really yeah you just think they'll make a point of saying it's like oh i'm rich from just having you and you my boys really yeah the mother and i yeah. think that is a lovely thing to think of and i think sometimes people don't value that as much as they should yeah. I think maybe more now they're realising that, probably with everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. So then the ending I thought was quite a poetic somewhat ending of where you see the boat... Pirate ship. Pirate ship, boat, <laughs> <laughs> sail off into the distance. Yeah. And then it's somebody else's new adventure. To find the to money find... and then get gain on the money from that. Yeah. Who knows so it's like a new ending kind of happening where somebody else can kind of have reap the rewards. They didn't take undeservedly. So, <laughs> they didn't yeah. take too much though. That was the nice bit. They weren't greedy. They they didn't. It wasn't like eyes bigger than belly with it. It was like just wanted a little bit to be able to save. What, yeah. What they'd got. Well, they took the bad guys took all the money off them except for that bit they'd forgotten it was in the pocket. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much all of it in a nutshell and I thoroughly enjoyed this I didn't know what the Goonies was going to entail for me are you kind of sad that you didn't see when you were younger I don't know if I'd appreciated it as much well I came into this quite late anyway I wasn't didn't see it when I was really young so there's mm. no attachment as such for me there but seeing it the second time round it's still quite an enjoyable laugh yeah it's light-hearted um, but yeah. it's interesting and it keeps you kind of intrigued and engaged the, the with it yeah and it's kind of like a nice sense of humor one it's one that kind of you escape for an hour and a half i feel yeah going on two hours yeah no it's not heavy no it's just a bit of fun yeah it is and in the end it's obviously it was the i couldn't complain about the ending the ending was exactly what i'd have wanted it you know ended well and they got everybody got like their happy ending so to speak and it was quite nice to see the boat drifting off and that they actually believed the kids obviously that they'd seen the boat physically going past yeah. they can't really like <laughs> seeing santa claus isn't it i guess yeah so i'd definitely watch it again i think it'd be one that you could watch with children i think they'd find it 
quite intriguing being little, wanting to do their own little adventures. Mm -hmm. Even though if that was my 10-year-old, I would be absolutely bricking myself thinking he's out yeah. and about doing that. <laughs> if I'm completely honest. I don't think it it happen as much today, which is sad that we're not as relaxed to let them explore. But overall, I'd, I probably would score it quite highly. What score would that be then? It ended up, I think I ended up having a smile on my face once it had ended. And I think that is a key thing. And there were things that weren't were dated, but the relationships and such that you did have made the story, I felt. So I'd probably give it a high nine. What about you? Mm. <laughs> You're going to sound really horrible now, aren't you? Mm. So I don't know... I'm in the camp of either giving it... Cause it sounds really harsh if I give it a seven. Mm. But I feel like it's a bit high to give it an eight. Do you want to do a seven and a half? Yeah, I don't, I don't really like doing halves. So I feel like I maybe have to on this one. Because there's... I guess there's, like I said a moment ago, is not a great attachment to the film. As I would maybe if I was younger and saw it a fair few times, that would be, be quite endearing in mm. the story and everything. Not to say there's nothing bad about the thing. It is enjoyable to watch and it's quite funny. <laughs> for not seeing it for a good while and you know, picking up on certain things, especially like now some, like you do, you know, you see actors who were like really young and then you think, oh, God, you know, like that's who, that's so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of things. So just that aspect that's quite enjoyable. The story... Because when I was thinking of it, I was like, well, I can't even really remember what... I know they go and get the like the treasure and stuff. Yeah. But I can't like, remember, like, chronologically, like, what how things progress and what what's mm. what and, you know, like, key scenes and stuff like that. So, things. so it was nice to experience that again. Yeah. And I guess there would be the fact that, yes, it's, it's good to rewatch again. It's not like I saw, I never want to see it again now. Because there's... I definitely would rewatch it yeah. again and... I don't. I, th- I think it probably for me. I think as well. It helped with the character. I think mine was the little chunk. Yeah. Oh, and then sloth, and I think that's what made it a nine for me. Okay. I think really, if you didn't have those two characters and it was just that storyline, wouldn't be. You wouldn't feel it wouldn't be as strong. No. Yeah. No. I think it. It. It was good that the the worst that especially when he got separated from the group because again, if you had them all trying to be in, you know, get through the cave, whatever, it would be a bit cluttered, so yeah. to speak, and you've know, got too many characters going on here to try and bounce off of. I so felt like Chunk became main character for me. Yeah. I really did, because he had his own little side story, oh. and it kind of, you flitting between the two, yeah. and I felt like Chunk had actually a harder time than all the rest of them, because at least they were all together. He was on his own and got captured at one point, didn't he, by yeah, the baddies? And... That was a good bit, where, again, that helped with the fact that when he was... He'd been separate from <laughs> from the group because, you know, he's like, they're threatening him, like, tell us everything you know. And he's like, okay, I'll tell you. And one time in school I did the thing and then <laughs> cuts away from him, cuts the other guys, they're doing something, and then he cuts back to him and he's still going. And then in third <laughs> grade, fifth grade. I, I, I think if I had a little boy like him, I'd be so happy. But, it's just because he's yeah. so lovable yeah. and sweet. So I'm not ripping on it anything badly but I, I feel like it's probably just 
it's good enough to enjoy as for what it is. It's nothing groundbreaking in the sense of like I take like any big moral lessons or anything away from it. But other yeah. than you know, like you know, your family's important. That's yeah the main focus. But I mean, like you know, the, there's no like crazy camera angles or thing. It is it is what it is. Yeah, it and is for that thing. I feel like it doesn't. It can't. I can't really justify it being quite a high score. No, you go more on technical kind of aspects where give me a good character relationship and I am sold. Mm -hmm. I don't even care the fact that you can see the strings from the bats. It didn't (laughs) bother me. It's like, well, yeah, fair enough. You're in the 80s. You know, you didn't have as much equipment to make it more streamlined. And I think it kind of added a bit of nostalgia, even though it wasn't from that era. Mm -hmm. It felt like nostalgic okay. to me yeah okay but yeah we both have our opinions yeah. but i when you no, said you... the goonies i was like what the heck is he making me watch because <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't even I know what this is yeah as a title i guess you don't really know what to expect but... no and then you should actually chunk was on the screen screen sure. yeah. yeah yeah which actually thought i'd thought mikey was the main character but actually i think chunk mm. is yeah. a main and <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so the two things you'd take away from knowing what the Goonies is is Chunk and Sloth, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're your two main ones, even though they're not the side characters, yeah. but they are the nicest characters and most lovable. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> oh, good. So thank you so much for listening to our thoughts and I hope you enjoyed what we had to say. And don't think Paul's so horrible scoring the Goonies really no, don't low. don't take that. <laughs> I know this is a very fond film for some people, but it's not quite too nostalgic for me. But not to say it's not a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find us on our episodes on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And of course, we're on social media on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook under the handle SP Film Viewers. So hopefully Paul will pick a really good film again, like The Goonies, for me next week that I can actually really enjoy. Obviously we do it where it is kind of randomised. Maybe next time we'll do something where something like your pick. I like that. I like it when it's my pick. I love it. Not making any promises, but we'll see. <laughs> I love it when you kind of have to watch and review because then it's like I get to sit, be sat in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you again, everyone. Yes, thank you once again, and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Take care. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.